What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Rebel Report Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brandon Steele. Good to be back. Good to have you back listening. It is a Monday morning, and it is not a victory Monday for Steel Talks Raiders on the Rebel Report Podcast. Excuse me. It is a Mindset Monday as the Raiders lose by four last night on Sunday Night Football to the Kansas City Chiefs, 35-31, to 31, and... A couple quick things come to mind. Number one, ESPN, Bleacher Report, NFL Network, they did not see the game the way the rest of us saw the game. They made it seem like the Kansas City Chiefs came into Las Vegas, blew up the Death Star, and left. That's not the case. If you watched the game and you really looked at the game, with about one minute, 43 seconds left, the Raiders' defense was absolutely belligerent, and they could not defend what Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs were doing. It was it was incredible. Um, the way I look at it is this. If you score 31 points on Atlanta, if you score 31 points on the Jets, quite frankly, if you score 31 points on the Jets, you should still be a little pissed off because you should put every part of 42 up with this offense. But the point is this. If you score 31 on Atlanta, you score 31 on the Chargers, you usually come away with the win. You're going to win these football games. This was the scripted movie of having Derek Carr on the offense go absolutely nuts, not make any mistakes. He threw up a prayer ball at the end of the game. That was the interception. I mean, it was going to happen either way. If if Aguilar comes away with a miraculous catch, whatever, Derek's probably going to have to put up another Hail Mary ball and result in possible interception. I'm not mad at the interception at all. But you play a great offensive game. Josh Jacobs was able to get in the end zone. Statistically proven when Josh Jacobs gets in the end zone, the Raiders win. So we got him in. Aguilar, Waller, a combined 175 yards. Almost half of what Derek was able to do through the air was to Waller and Aguilar. Derek played a great game. Three touchdowns. Hunter Renfro got involved. When you have the offense play that good, it's almost scripted to go ahead and turn the other page and find out, well, The superpowers, the offense, and the weakest link is the defense. And when you play the Kansas City Chiefs, a minute and 43 seconds is just too much time. It's Patrick Mahomes. It was bound to happen that it was going to be the comeback drive that everyone's going to be writing their articles on and what we find ourselves here talking about on the Steel Talks Raiders show on the Rebel Report podcast is that he had a game-winning drive. He played connect four with the Raiders defense, pinpointed multiple passes to Tyreek Hill, all the way to end up finding Travis Kelsey wide open in the back of the end zone. This is just what we see. And it's the scripted motion picture, if you will. Our offense played outstanding, but that defense is just unable to hold up their end of the bargain. And quite frankly, they couldn't do anything all game. And... We have to kind of backtrack a little bit. We got to backtrack just a little bit here. And the reason why is we take a look at this defense, and it started with the Cleveland game. Oh, we didn't give up a touchdown. I already told everybody and on the show, well, the weather was on our side. This defense still isn't really that good. We still have a lot of work to do. Don't rest your laurels on not letting the Cleveland Browns score in a game with 42-mile-an-hour wins. We went to the Chargers. Uh, We went down to L.A. We gave up a ton of points. We got away with a win on a drop pass as time expired. Defense still didn't play good on that potential game-winning drive from Justin Herbert. Then we played Drew Locke. 
who looked good yesterday against Miami, but he looked atrocious against us. We treated him like garbage. I mean, you're supposed to treat the statistically worst quarterback in the NFL the way we did against Drew Locke. You come in, you play higher talent, you play, in my opinion, you play the best team in the entire NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs, and you have no answers. You have no answers of getting off the field. You have no answers of um, covering. I mean, the coverage was atrocious. One positive thing, I'm extremely pleased with Trayvon Mullen. Trayvon Mullen had a great game. Um, out of all the guys that missed tackles, he did miss one. But, I mean, Trayvon Mullen had an interception. He had a cut. He had one pass breakup. He stayed sticky in coverage all game. And he played hard. There was about three players on this Raiders defense that I felt played extremely hard last night in that Sunday nighter. Number one was Max Crosby, Trayvon Mullen, and Nick Kowalski. Quate was great. Um, those are the three dudes that stood out to me. You're probably wondering, where's Jonathan Abrams on the list? Look, I have a hot take about Jonathan Abrams. Is he fun to watch? Yes. Is he entertaining? Yes. Can he hit hard? Yes, yes, and yes. It all checks out. This guy's missed the second most tackles on the team. He missed two yesterday that were huge. And he was completely out of position and coverage on the game-winning pass from Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. Because in his mind, with only 33 seconds left, Patrick Mahomes is going to run up the middle of the field and I'm going to be there to stick him. No, Jonathan. When you when you rewatch that tape, you're going to find yourself extremely upset because Travis Kelsey's wide open. Damon Arnett, the rookie's looking around like this wasn't my assignment. What the hell am I doing here? And it happens. But Jonathan Abram has a lot of potential. Someone said to me, I could I could take this as his rookie year because he didn't play too much last year. He only played in three quarters last year. That's a fair assessment. But here is where Jonathan Abram can take the jump. We need a little bit more leadership out of Jonathan Abram. You know, the, the shield on your helmet has to mean more than you. And I hope and I, I want to believe that he can do that for the Raiders in his career. Kind of drop a little bit of his ego kind of think to himself, hey, I don't have to hit stick everybody. I just need to wrap up, make a good tackle. Because in a few in a few games, he's made really great form tackles. He didn't have to hit anybody too hard. It's just the experience and the live game reps all coming together that will make him a better experienced player. But right now, I don't know if they don't want to tell him these things because he, he likes to run his mouth and I'm not saying it's bad that he runs his mouth. I'm just saying this. You want to talk big game, do it when the time is right, and back it up with your play. Multiple times Mahomes shimmied him. Multiple times Tyreek Hill made him look stupid. We're seeing this time and time again on every Sunday with Jonathan Abrams. You just got to take a little bit more of a leadership role because we're still a young team. We got a lot of young guys looking up to him. And I do think Jonathan Abrams creates the vibe of Smash Mouth Raider football. But we have to end up backing it up with our play. And we didn't do that defensively in this game against the Kansas City Chiefs, not for one minute. Um, the Trayvon Mullen interception, probably the only thing that really stood out to me defensively. We just got carved up. And am I super upset that the Raiders lost this game? No, I'm not really upset. Um, we had the game in our hands 
but we gave Mahomes too much time. It's one of those things with like Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Oh, a minute's too much. A minute and a half's too much. Well, we knew that going into it, but still, you got to show better effort on defense and a potential if we get a stop, we win the game type of drive. And the defense just isn't that. I still think Paul Gunther needs to be fired. Go ahead and fire him at the end of the year. I would. There's just too many scheme issues. All night last night, we're blitzing everybody. We're bringing the house. We're we're trying to we're trying to get everything. Um, we're trying to get everything at once. We're trying to get the sack. We're trying to get the we're trying to get a tackle for a loss behind the line of scrimmage. It's just not working, man. We got to step back. We got to trust our coverage. And when Tyreek Hill um, or Pringle or Elier makes a catch, you got to hit them where they catch it. It's a very simple scheme. It, that scheme that I'm talking about probably gives up a boatload of yards, but we are just giving ourselves wide open Kansas City Chief wide receivers when we're blitzing everyone. It's just not a good look. Um, we didn't sack Mahomes. So after three quarters of not really sacking them, not necessarily hitting them, not necessarily knocking them down. Why is it still cover zero? Why can't we just step back, cover our zones, and trust the fact that, hey, we're going to cover so good, we might make them into a, make them force a mistake. I would love to see that a little bit more. Something that the Raiders might have to do in next Sunday's game against the Falcons because they have an offense that's just as explosive as the Kansas City Chiefs, when you pair them up against our defense, you put the Saints defense on the field against the Falcons, yeah, they're going to get their stops. You put them on the field against us, Matt Ryan might have a nice day, and so will Julio and Calvin Ridley. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was 348 yards in this win over the Raiders. It was tough. It was tough to watch knowing that we almost felt like we were playing with one hand behind our back. And I'm really sick and tired of the moral victory. You get an E for effort type of game. Whatever. We played hard. I'm proud. I'm proud of the guys. But still, 6-4 and four would have loved to win, be 7-3. and three. But we're not alone here. There's a lot of 6-4 and four teams in the AFC. The AFC is just absolutely dominant compared to the NFC. And the Raiders are in the AFC. And they're not, they're not going to win the AFC West. Because Kansas City 9-1, they got very favorable games ahead. They played Tampa on Sunday. Uh, but still, they're not going to win the AFC West, but we can control our destiny. And let's go ahead and talk about some good things from this game. Um, outside of leadership issues that I see with Jonathan Abram, I see absolutely no leadership issues inside of our quarterback, Derek Carr, number four, man. This guy left it all out there last night. He played a great game. 275 yards, three touchdowns, the one interception off the prayer ball, but he commanded the huddle well. He had that look in his eye that he wanted to win. He did everything he could. He did everything he could to win. He led well, threw a tight ball all night. He didn't do anything that really you put on this game. You rewatch and you're like, wow, Derek could have did this here. Um, he did it. He did a wonderful job. Um, I thought Aguilar outside of a drop did a great job. Um, Alec Ingold. He played the tough guy role. He's playing with some banged up ribs. He dropped a key ball there. Would have loved to have that back. But this was a game that stands out to me for the Raiders offense in the sense that, hey, look, Josh Jacobs only had 55 yards, 17 carries, the touchdown. They kind of limited Jacobs. They completely took away Devontae Booker. So our one-two punch in the backfield wasn't there on the ground. But we went ahead. 
rested our rested our trust on the shoulders of Derek Carr and let Derek Carr spin the ball, and Derek did it very well. And like I said earlier, my key thing is this. You look at this game, high-quality talent, best team in the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs, we moved the ball up and down very well. If you add a couple key components on the defensive side of the ball next year, or if we just tighten up our scheme throughout the remainder of these games, we're a very good football team. Really good football team. I think we're better than a lot of 6-4 and four teams. And I think we're better than a lot of 7-3 and three teams. Go ahead and take a look at the Indianapolis Colts. They just beat the Green Bay Packers. They had a lot of turnovers in that game. You turn the ball over against us, and we're not turning the ball over because you know, we turn the ball over less than any team in the NFL, really. We're in the top three of protecting the ball. Aaron Rodgers um, and his wide receiving core fumbled a bit against the Colts, and my point is this. We're playing Indianapolis soon. We'll probably protect the ball and make good off their mistakes. we got a better quarterback than the Colts. We don't have a better defense, but we got a better quarterback. We have a better wide running back. We have a better um, wide receiving core. Um, I think we're better than the Ravens, quite frankly, better running back. Um, better quarterback, better wide receiving core, better coach even, I'd go as far to say. So, I mean, the light, I'm not turning off the light on the Raiders at all. We're at 6-4, and four, coming off of the tough one to Kansas City. And by tough, I mean, hey, we had a chance to win. We lose the game 35-31. We didn't get staunched by the Chiefs, all right? Not like last year, we went to Arrowhead, we lost 37-12 to or 42-12, to whatever it was. There's been plenty of times where Patrick Mahomes has absolutely dominated the Las Vegas Raiders. Not this year. We split with the Chiefs. It was a lot of wishful thinking, thinking we could beat them two times. We split with the Chiefs, one and one against Mahomes this year. And I'll, I'll take that because both games were highly competitive. Both games were good. Would have loved to win last night, but this is the world we're living in. We're six and four. Next week, or this Sunday, excuse me, it's Thanksgiving. You're going to have three games to watch. Um, in my, you know, I love watching the Lions lose on a, on a Thursday morning. You're going to go ahead and flip it over to the sandwich game, which is extremely awkward between Dallas and Washington. And then there's the nightcap between the Steelers and the Ravens, which means a little bit to the Raiders. If the Ravens lose, they're starting to slip out of the playoff spot, and the Raiders can kind of rest comfortably until Sunday, where once again we have to do our diligence by beating the Atlanta Falcons and we'll talk about that later in the week on a Falcons Raider preview show, I promise. Raiders are 6-4. and four. Tough loss. Getting ready for Atlanta. Haven't played in Atlanta since 2012. Should be fun. New stadium. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley against our atrocious defense. But it should be a high-scoring game. We got Derek Carr, Nelson Aguilar, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. You know the list. We'll be back. This was Steel Talks Raiders on the Rebel Report podcast. Mindset Monday, bounce back game Sunday, just win, baby.